Hello, this is episode 125 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Reddy. This podcast is on how to stop the spiral of domestic violence. A big title. I feel I'm recording this podcast for the people who don't listen to it. It's for everyone else who has to live with them. I need to talk in generic terms here, so don't add two and two together and get five. There are patterns here that we have to address, helpfully. It doesn't mean that every dad who loves watching football is involved in domestic abuse and child abuse. And there's a good reason for that, because they don't have a chasm of need inside. They feel pride, a purpose. They feel connected to their children, their partners, in a way that they don't have to have power or control or attention-seeking games. But for those who don't have this balance, this is who the podcast is for. I've always known that working on your passions rather than money is the future to longevity and happiness. Unfortunately, some never get to see their legacy, but their passions still outlive them. And we've seen the stories during this crisis. I read a wonderful article by a 90-year-old woman who said all the reasons that, you know, I might be 90, but I'm not ready to die. I've got so much more to live for. And, you know, she has various online philosophy groups and book clubs and everything else happening at the moment and during the week there was another story that I shared of a 107 year old artist who has survived the virus and again has a lot to live for and this week we celebrated David Attenborough's 94th birthday but there are so many men in particular who live for work and to earn money and to provide and to live for the footy and the pub and a few drinks with their mates to cheer on the sport and in Ireland to slag off each other. It really is like reading Roddy Doyle. Everything is gone. The role or it's become a serious burden or in some cases it's become an admired role but there's a real bittersweetness in that because they've never felt revered before in their lives. Or they're at home without a purpose or they're infected in quarantine. And there's no sports on the TV to distract. There's a household full of too many people. There's no part to play in it. This is the recipe that we need to increase domestic violence and child abuse at the moment. In my book, there's never any point in sitting on the sidelines and judge. You have to be in the mindset and you have to make practical suggestions on how to change the pattern. There are parents out there who are losing it, both genders, but it's always easier for women to have a deep connection to children just because of sheer nature. And it's easier to know when you're doing wrong. That doesn't always make it stop. It doesn't stop the guilt stacking up for a new set of games, but there's a slightly different reason behind and for the origins and negative patterns of behavior. But many men at the moment have lost the limited way to express themselves, their purpose, their security, their sense of self. So what do we need to do? Ironically, when we demand what we really need, it never goes well. The want for a role, a purpose, respect, love. You need to get into a sense of giving those when they're not being sought and use distraction the rest of the time. In normal cases, I suggest not rewarding bad behaviour and ignoring it. But that is too many downsides right now. That is the cycle that requires space, and we don't have space right now. 
And I expect it's the biggest mistake that a lot of people are making, that they think that if they ignore a situation that it will just go away. See all of those negatives of behaviour as a way to seek attention and find an alternative way to reward it. That includes openly translating it to the child, your dad just wants X. Why don't you try to do this together instead? See the cycle coming and try to stop it early. Try to create fun. Try to find things that can be shared with the children. I've already mentioned the dad lab. In many ways, the fathers who are struggling in this way right now have never wanted to grow up to be adults. And part of the overwhelm that they're feeling is in the responsibility and in the burdens and in the lack of what they can do to provide or make a situation better. They've lost their purpose and their self-esteem within that. And in many ways, they just want to be children. And, and that's a great thing to bring out because they make the best play buddies. Dads may not be able to read, but they are able to look at funny videos together on YouTube or listen to someone else reading a story. Audible have free story time at the moment and many celebrities have been reading out loud. So that's a really good way to diffuse things and to encourage something that can be done together. And nobody has to pretend that they're able to read. Family history is a great one. There's great stories there to be told. There's photographs to be gone through. There's so much to be shared with the younger generation that they may not know. Again, the same in sport history. Quite often, these fathers do gravitate towards having a huge interest in sport. They've quite often been the people who were good at sport in school and rubbish at everything else. They love the biographies of players. You can Google the players, you can Google the great goals. There may not be new matches on at the moment, but there is a lot of material on the YouTube to share and to go through, and a lot of history there. And they do love the biographies and the stories of their idols. You can make a quiz together particularly that anything that's at sports related. You can build a rocket together. They always have a big interest in polit politics, but particularly current affairs. And you might even be able to get them into current affairs podcasts. Having the radio on helps hugely, but you can also find podcasts to play in the background. It's a great tactic to diffuse. I've noticed since the beginning of this that there's a big difference in the way that my own father communicates with his friends. Social media has been great. They've shared a lot of jokes and a lot of memes and a lot of information across WhatsApp. And that, in a lot of ways, seems to be the way that men are coping with this crisis, whereas the way that women are communicating is slightly different. But that shared jokes and shared commentary on society in that way as is as enough of a link and enough of a sense of camaraderie at the moment. It's a really good idea to create space. Have the kids go to bed early at least once a week. Cook dinner for them slightly earlier. Get them into the routine of doing that so that there is some time that's relaxed and quieter in the house. Again, part of the role and having a sense of a purpose and a way that they are helpful and that they are providing 
it's too easy to get into a sense or for them to get the wrong gist that they're being nagged to fix things. But it's all about your approach. Like, um, it'd be really great if if you if you could look at that. You know, you're as good at fixing things as your dad was. You know, like I wouldn't know what to do with it. There's a sense of it's very textbook. You know, putting someone else on a pedestal to create that dynamic, but it does work, and that's a big part of what's missing in their lives at the moment. That sense of being needed and being good at things and fulfilling a role. One of the many reasons why people stay together is not just because they fear change or that they feel trapped. It's because there's many good moments and everybody focuses on those good moments and they live for the next one. And right now is a massive test. There's a lack of space. Many people are focusing on the schools opening again to give this space and people being able to go back to work. And for me, that's not a solution. Because even when the schools are open, the child still has to go home to this home environment. And if it is, it is a negative one. It's never good. I'd rather focus on what needs to be changed here and creating more good moments. What needs are not being met inside that are creating the bad moments? What is the sense of self that the guy has that he's missing that he needs to feel like the bigger person and that brings out the power in a negative way and the control. Because of the situation now and the lack of space, you really have the total immersion to see the answers to those questions. What creates the good moments and what creates the bad moments? And the more good moments you have and the more fun you have, the more likely you're to have more of them. And you've broken the cycle. We spend too much time creating buffers to act so that we don't have the bad cycles. It's a real band-aid approach. We're not breaking down the cycles and changing them. There's a sense of not taking the pair back here. There's a sense of there not needing to be any pair for people to actually be happy and feel like they all have a part to play. And I think for many men, having a child just feels like a massive responsibility and a burden that spirals into something. And so they get into a routine of going to work and providing as being their part they do. And then there's an expectation in that, that when they come home, that certain needs will be met and that they have a right to expect that. And then that brings out the dominance and then we're in a new cycle and so on. But they need to feel like there are ways for them to connect with the children. And if they do end up having fun together, there's less likely to suddenly be the sort of aggro that takes place and the sort of short fuse and the sort of sense of you just making noise. Because when you're involved in the noise, you don't notice that it's being made. This is a big opportunity for people to see that there's more to a family life than just having a role and a very limited job and a very limited role within the family and that sense that goes with that. When there's alcohol in the mix, we're really using this to avoid the chasm inside, the lack of self-worth, the boredom. And you'll know when you change the dynamic in the house, when everybody's so busy and so wrapped up to what they're doing that they've actually forgotten to drink. Rather than not rewarding the bad behaviour or trying to ignore it 
or watching the storm brewing, it's knowing it's there. It's a bit like having a small toddler. Rather than saying no, it's like distracting them with something on the far side of the room and saying, oh look, this is shiny, this is fun instead. And when you do that and people have a good time and they step outside themselves, they forget where they were going, where they were heading. And so that creates more good times and less of the bad. And then when you've got into that space with everybody, then eventually you will manage to have the good conversations around this because it's very hard to have the conversations around what's happening. And nobody wants to be in this space because once you've spiraled into the difficult space, it's impossible to have a conversation, to have any type of reasonable communication because everybody is trying to keep their ground at that stage. I realise that these are really intense times, so it's about trying to have the objectivity in a very closed pressure cooking environment and to see the signals and to look for a different outcome rather than just bury your head in the sand and hope that isn't happening. It's about, in a way, that is a power. It's, it's a power in producing a good result rather than a bad one for a change and having new good memories to focus on. And these are very traditional roles I've described here, very deliberately so, because I think to stretch those roles at the moment is an element of the challenge. We can't do everything together, not in a lockdown with an apocalypse taking place outside and all of the economic worries to match. So let's make it simple now. Let's go back to the happy times, the beginning of the relationship with the family in the mix now. Then we can start to talk about the bigger conversations. You can't talk quality on a battlefield constructively. This is a podcast I hope you'll share because I'm recording it knowing that not everyone who needs to hear it might find it. But you may know the people who need the practical suggestions and solutions. So please send it on to them. Thank you.